Welcome to episode 3 of the 49er Way podcast. For today's episode, we're going to break down the 49ers 2020 regular season schedule going game by game and predicting game results and what I think the 49ers record is going to be after next season. I usually don't like doing off-season predictions and all that because they're never right and they're never accurate. It's just something the media does to get people excited about for the upcoming season, obviously just something to talk about during the off-season. Having said that, this season isn't an ordinary NFL season because we don't know if there's going to be football in September. And that's obviously a very tough thing to get excited about football when you don't know if it's going to happen. Obviously, preseason has been axed down from four games to two games. We don't even know if those two games are going to happen or not. Training camp is supposed to be in about a week and a half. So players are supposed to report to training camp, but... We have no idea what's going to happen from now till then and let alone from now until kickoff when the Chiefs and the Texans are supposed to play on September the 10th. So still a lot has to be decided and the NFL has to come out with a plan and make sure that players know that they're going to be safe because health and safety matters more than anything else. So hopefully all that gets sorted out and football is going to be a thing in September. Having said that, that is why I've decided for this episode to kind of look at the 49ers schedule and just to kind of get fans excited and talking about the upcoming season as if we are going to have football in the fall because that is the hope. So the San Francisco 49ers are coming off of a 13-3 and season last year, obviously being the defending NFC champions. They got a lot of primetime games this year, a lot more 425 games with the number one crew, hopefully. But the 49ers do have the fourth hardest schedule in the National Football League I personally think it's slightly easier than last season. I think last year's gauntlet was just insane from weeks 12 to 17. But they made it through and they played very, very well in those games and were an extremely tough out. Obviously, the 49ers are not the same team this year that they were last year. But I still think this is an extremely good team on paper and they're going to be a tough out again. So let's dig right into it. Week one, the 49ers will host the Arizona Cardinals, this year's offseason darling in the NFL, at home at Levi's Stadium. Last year, the 49ers were able to break a horrific eight-game losing streak by sweeping the Cardinals at Arizona and at home. Both games were close. Cardinals very well could have had us both times. But Jimmy Garoppolo came off of two of his best games statistically of the season. He was huge in those games. And the 49ers were able to beat the Cardinals twice last season. This game on week one is going to be DeAndre Hopkins' first game since being traded over from Houston, Arizona. And I I think this is going to be another great game. I think the Cardinals are going to be a tough out no matter what. They're always, they've always been like that in division games. But I do think the 49ers are going to have the edge in this one. And I say that because, again, with the uncertainty, we don't know how many preseason games are going to be played. We don't know how much of training camp the players are going to be able to play with each other on the field. Having said that, I think the 49ers, the chemistry is there on and off the field. They know each other. They know the playbook. I think the only players that may struggle early on are going to be the rookies. So Javon Kinlaw, Brandon Ayuk, and some of the other rookies that are going to be on the 53-man roster, I think. It's going to be a little bit of an adjustment, especially with Debo Samuel maybe missing that game. Obviously, let's just be realistic. Let's expect that he will miss that game. Obviously, if he's back, that'd be awesome. 
So Brandon Ayuk would be expected to get a little more reps than usual. So that's going to be a little interesting there. But other than that, I think the 49ers do have the edge in this game being at home. Obviously, not expecting a crowd either. So not like that's going to be in effect anyways. So matchups to watch. I think the biggest matchup is going to be how Richard Sherman and either Akella Witherspoon or Emmanuel Mosley line up against Larry Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hopkins. I think that's a great test for Mosley and Witherspoon to having to deal with either one of those two guys. You got Larry Fitzgerald, one of the best receivers, obviously, of this generation. And DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best players in the game today. It's going to be a great test early and often. So I'm excited to look at that matchup. Having said that, I think the 49ers edge the Cardinals out 26-20 to and start the season 1-0. But either way, Cardinals are going to be a tough out. It's going to be a good test for uh, to open the season. But I think the 49ers will end up figuring that one out and come away with another victory. Next up, the 49ers head to the East Coast to take on the New York Jets. It will be their first of two straight games at MetLife Stadium as they play the Giants in Week 3 as well. I really like the way that this lines up because the Niners get to stay out East Coast. They probably won't come back to the Bay within those two weeks. And obviously that worked out great last year when they had two straight road games to start the year in Tampa and Cincinnati. And they um, they stayed out in Youngstown, Ohio for that time and it worked out beautifully. And then they stayed out again East as well when they went to Baltimore and New Orleans later in the year. They stayed out in Florida and again, worked out great for them. So I think they'll, they're going to do the same um, on this trip to New York. These are going to be the only two early games the 49ers have on their schedule. And this will be the first meeting against the New York Jets since 2016 when the Jets came to Santa Clara. This is going to be the first trip to MetLife Stadium since 2015 for the 49ers. And obviously, as I mentioned, the first of two straight trips to New York. The matchup to watch in this game, I think the 49ers look way better than the Jets on paper. I don't think this is going to be something that the 49ers are going to struggle with a lot. But the matchup I look at is the 49ers defensive front going up against Le'Veon Bell and, of course, 49ers legend Frank Gore. This could be the last time Frank Gore plays the 49ers, but Frank Gore could play at least 50. Who knows how the heck that's going to happen, but should be cool to see that. Um, Frank Gore did play the 49ers when he was with the Colts in 2017. Colts ended up beating the Niners. So hopefully the Niners can get the best of Frank in this one. I don't think the Niners will have much problem here against Sam Darnold in this offense. I think the Niners take it 30-17 to and improve to 2-0. and Week 3, they play the New York Giants. This will be the last 1 p.m. start of the season. So I love the fact that they get only two 1 o'clock games on the schedule and they get it early and out of the way. I think that benefits the Niners mightily. Um, the 49ers and Giants are 1-1 one one under Kyle Shanahan. They won with C.J. Beathard back in 2017. And then in 2018, when Nick Mullins started in um, Monday Night Football, Giants won that game with Eli Manning. Obviously, the guy to worry about in this one is going to be Saquon Barkley. I think the 49ers will manage to be able to stop him and get the best of him there. But I think the 49ers, again, have the edge. If they can overwhelm a young guy like Daniel Jones, 49ers should have their way in this one as well. I think the Niners improved to 3-0. and for the second time in back-to-back years. Week 4, the 49ers have the Eagles at home on Sunday Night Football, the first of five primetime games, obviously being the defending NFC champions. The 49ers got the luxury of having five primetime games on their slate. This is going to be a really good game. Um, I love the matchups 
in this game. I love the coaching matchups in this one between Sala and Doug Peterson and Shanahan against Jim Schwartz. All of those coaches are so good at their respective positions. And I think it's going to be just a, a chess match between those four guys. Um, one individual matchup I'm really looking forward to is going to be Fletcher Cox, D-lineman of the Eagles against Trent Williams. Obviously, Trent Williams and Fletcher Cox have met before when Trent Williams was in Washington. So I think that's going to be definitely a matchup to look out for. The last time the Niners played the Eagles was in 2017. Eagles won a lopsided matchup, 33-10. to This game's going to be a lot tougher, a lot better, a lot more competitive. Um, I think this is where the Niners are going to fall their first game. I think they're going to lose this one, 26-23. Eagles are going to pull away. So the Niners are going to be 3-1 at this point. I really do think that's going to be a great test, but I think the Eagles will get the best of the Niners on that night. If they can get to Jimmy Garoppolo, of course. If Jimmy Garoppolo has his way, it's a whole different story. Week 5, the 49ers will welcome in the Miami Dolphins. Will it be Ryan Fitzpatrick? Will it be Tua Tagovailoa? No idea. If it's Tua, I like the sound of that. RD line against the rookie quarterback always just sounds great in my mind. and Just overwhelm the heck out of them. This will be the Miami Dolphins' first trip to Levi Stadium ever, and it'll be the first time since 2016 that the Niners will play the Dolphins. One thing to keep an eye out on this one, this is Matt Breida's return, of course, like we talked about last week. <clears throat> Breida was traded to Miami in the offseason, so he's coming back. That'll be something interesting to keep an eye on. Um, some matchups to watch in this one, like I talked about, the 49ers D-line against Tua, and of course, another interesting one, if Debo Samuel is back, which I figure he should be back by this game, Debo Samuel against Xavier Howard. That's a great matchup. Two young studs going at each other. I think the 49ers are going to have their way against the Dolphins 28-12, to and the 49ers will move to 4-1 and after five games. Week 6, the 49ers will play on Sunday night again against the Los Angeles Rams. The 49ers were able to sweep Sean McVay and the Rams last year, winning both the games. Obviously, they played early in the year. 49ers defense completely dominated the Rams offense. And then, of course, the second game was a much, much better game. A typical Sean McVay-Kyle Shanahan duel. Niners ended up edging them out late in the game with a Robbie Gold game winner. There is a lot of interesting matchups going on in this one. Um, Aaron Donald against Trent Williams, fantastic matchup there. Richard Sherman against Cooper Cup, And the 49ers D-line going against the Rams O-line. Obviously, the Rams O-line looks a lot different, a lot more depleted. I think the 49ers are going to have their way in this game as well. I think the Niners come out with a 27-23 win. It's going to be a close one. If the Rams are healthy, I think it's going to be a good game. I think the Niners were able to defeat the Rams there and move on to 5-1. and one. Week 7. This is the game that I am looking forward to most on the 49ers schedule when they head to Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots. Obviously, this is the headliner. Jimmy Garoppolo's homecoming. First time playing the Patriots since he got traded back in 2017. And this will be the first matchup that the 49ers will go to Foxborough since 2012 when the 49ers won there under Jim Harbaugh with Colin Kaepernick and Randy Moss and that team. There is so, so many good matchups to look for in this game, whether it's Cam, if he's starting against the 49ers defensive front, I think it's a great matchup. Bill Belichick against Kyle Shanahan, you have an offensive genius on one end, 
Phil Belichick, a defensive genius on the other. Obviously, this is a rematch. They played there. They coached against each other in Super Bowl 51. Patriots, obviously, with the epic comeback against Atlanta. And then, obviously, of course, Jimmy Garoppolo against Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick knows Jimmy Garoppolo inside and out. This is going to be a really intriguing game. And then, obviously, two of the best corners in the game. You have Stephon Gilmore for New England, Richard Sherman for San Francisco, going up against Debo Samuel and Julian Edelman. There is just endless, endless matchups to analyze in that game. I am so excited for that game. I really hope it happens because I am really excited to see that one. I do think the 49ers are going to have their way in this one. I think George Kittle is going to play a huge factor in that game. I like the Niners 24-21 in Foxborough. Week 8, the 49ers head to CenturyLink Field to take on Seattle. Can I just say, I am really shocked the 49ers and Seattle don't have a single primetime game this season. I find that so interesting, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. This is their first matchup of the season. The 49ers and Seattle split last year's season series 1-1. One one. Obviously, we all know how those games went. They were fantastic. Epic instant classics. The one thing I look for in this game is, how will the crowd affect this game? Is there going to be no crowd, limited crowd? Either way, it's not going to be the same effect that a normal game going up to Seattle would be. You go up to Seattle, you're like, oh my goodness, this is going to be loud. You're going to have to use a silent snap count and all that. How is that going to affect the game? That's something that I really look for in that game. And really, any team who goes up to Seattle, I think, is really going to look at that factor. It's going to be really interesting. Um, some player matchups to look for in this one. Bosa against Russell Wilson was really great last year. Kittle against Bobby Wagner is going to be a good one. And Jimmy Garoppolo going up against the Seahawks secondary. Obviously, Jimmy G played a very nice game last year in Week 17. Really, he played a good game in Week uh, Week 10 when they played him and they lost in overtime. They didn't have George Kittle in that game. Still managed to stay in there. So I think this is going to be another good one. However, I do think the Niners are going to fall 28-20 to in this one. Week 9, the 49ers welcome in Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. This is just a house of horrors for the Green Bay Packers. They got to come back to Levi's Stadium on prime time. It's a Thursday night football game. <sighs> this is going to be tough for, for Green Bay to come back in here. They got outscored 74-28 to last season. 49ers won both games extremely handedly. Um, this is going to be interesting. I, I just want to see how Green Bay comes into this game. And how their mentality is going to be mentally after getting their butts completely whooped last year. How are they going to come into this game mentally, coming into a place where they just got demolished twice? is going to be really interesting. I don't think anything changes. I think the Niners win this one pretty handily too. 34-24 against Green Bay in an NFC title rematch game. Here's the thing with Green Bay. I'm not going to talk too much about this, but I am going to point this out. The Packers got destroyed not once but twice to the 49ers. Green Bay was in the NFC title game. Technically, they're the second best team in the NFC. I don't think so, but obviously, if you lose in the NFC championship game, you finish the second best team in the, in the NFC. Having said that, Green Bay did nothing to address their needs. They got they gave up 220 rushing yards in the NFC title game. 220 with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line. 
That can't happen, and yet the Packers did nothing to address it. Therefore, I don't think anything changes in this game. Niners run away with this one, 34-24. After that, the Niners have a long week to prepare for a rematch with the New Orleans Saints back at the Superdome. This is another one of those games where is the crowd going to affect anything or not? The Superdome is another place where they rely heavily on their crowd to play an impact. That's going to be something really interesting in this game. Obviously, the 49ers won last year's matchup 48-46 to in a classic in that game. Going to be another really exciting game in this one. Breeze against Bosa is a great matchup to watch. Kittle against that Saints D after, of course, that huge run last year. One of the best plays all season, maybe even in 49ers history, one of the best runs. And then, of course, Emmanuel Sanders gets to play the 49ers for the first time since signing with the Saints. And, of course, another great matchup, Richard Sherman against Michael Thomas. Endless, endless matchups in this one. I think these are the two best teams in the NFC right now and going into the season. I think the Saints take this one 31-28. So after Week 10, I have the 49ers losing three games. So it'll be 7-3 and three at this point, heading into their bye week in Week 11. I think they look good at this point. So after their bye week, Week 12, they head to SoFi Stadium to take on the Rams. They will be at SoFi Stadium for the first time. And this will be their second and last time that they will meet the Rams. I don't think this is this game is going to be much for the Niners. I think I think they'll be able to come away with this win. Having said that, if I had to pick a few trap games on the schedule, this is a trap game. I don't really know how the Rams are going to be at this point in the season. But Sean McVay and these Rams team, they're hungry. Last season, a lot of people say, oh, they didn't play that good and whatever. They were still 9-7. and seven. They still finished with a winning record. This is still a decent team. Did a lot of players leave after last season? Yes, they lost a lot of, lot of talent. But this is still going to be a really good team when I look at it. I think the Niners win this one, 23-13. Niners sweep the Rams for the second straight year. Week 13, this is another game that I would circle as a trap game against the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football. This is the first time they play Buffalo since 2016, and this will be Buffalo's first ever trip to Levi Stadium as well. This is the Niners' only Monday night game of the season. This is another one that I think the 49ers are going to have a little bit of trouble. Buffalo's defense is so underrated. Their team as a whole is just very underrated, and Sean McDermott always has that team ready. This is going to be a really good game. Some matchups to watch here. Debo Samuel against Trey White, two of the youngest, most talented studs in the league, in my opinion. Debo at his position, Trey White at his position, just complete studs. George Kittle against the Bills linebackers, Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds. And of course, the Niners D-line against Josh Allen. Josh Allen being a dual threat quarterback. That's going to be interesting because the 49ers struggled, like I mentioned earlier, they struggled a lot against quarterbacks who are dual threats. Josh Allen is a dual threat. That's going to be an interesting one. I think the Niners win this game 20-16. to 16. It's going to be a tough one. The Bills are going to be a pain in the butt all year like they were last year. And I do think the 49ers come away with the win, though. I think they're just better. They're at home. If this was at Buffalo, maybe this is a different story. But because the Bills have to come to Santa Clara, I like the Niners winning on their home turf. Week 14 against Washington. This will be... Ron Rivera's first game against the Niners as the Washington head coach. Obviously, he played us last year when he was coached by Carolina, and they got smoked 
The Niners absolutely destroyed Carolina last year. This Washington team does not have a lot of talent on their team. They're starting a young quarterback. The Niners went to Washington last year, won a game 9-0. I blame that game a lot more on the weather, and I think everyone really does for that scoreline. The Niners are 1-1 under Kyle Shanahan against Washington. And a headliner in this one, Trent Williams will play Washington for the first time since being traded to the 49ers. I think this is a a big win. I think this is going to be the Niners' most lopsided win of the year. Washington just doesn't have a lot of talent. And I hope that by here, the 49ers can hopefully wrap up playoff berth by this point. I like them winning this one 38-13. So we are down to the final stretch, the last three games of the season. These are tough games. I think the 49ers end their last three games in tough positions. They finish at Dallas at Arizona, and home to Seattle. This game against the Cowboys is going to be an exciting one. You have Mike McCarthy, a very proven, experienced offensive coach against Kyle Shanahan. I think it's going to be an awesome, awesome matchup. Um, But some individual matchups in this game as well. You got Amari Cooper against Richard Sherman, Dak against Bosa, Zeke against the D-line, some of the Cowboys receivers against the Niners secondary. There are some really exciting matchups in this game. I think this is going to be a really good one. It's on Sunday night at Jerry World. I like the Niners winning this one, 33-29. Week 16 and Week 17, they go at Arizona and then home to Seattle. Hopefully, 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 the 49ers will have the division wrapped up by here. I would hope so, but the NFC West is as tough as it comes. I think the Cardinals beat us Week 16. I think they're going to be a lot more put together. They're going to be a lot better on offense and defense, a lot more sound. I think the Cardinals beat us week 16, 23-17, and I think the Niners beat Seattle week 17, 25-22. So after that whole breakdown, the 49ers, I got them at 12-4 and ending the season last year. I think that is a pretty reasonable record. I think 12-4, and 11-5 are where the 49ers are going to be at. This is still an extremely good team trying to go to a Super Bowl. And because I have them losing to the Saints, I would have them as the two seed in the NFC. The one seed is going to be super, super hard this year. Not saying I think the Niners can't get it. They absolutely can get it. It's just going to be so hard because the NFC has so much talent this year. Not that they didn't last year. They did last year too, but this year they really do as well. I think the hardest stretch is quite obvious. Week 7 to week 10, we got at Patriots, at Seahawks, home to Packers, at Saints, is it? Definitely their their hardest four games of the season and their hardest stretch. I think the most important stretch of the season, though, is going to be the first few games because it's important that you start out quick. The Niners have Cardinals, Jets, Giants, Eagles, Dolphins, Rams. Those are games the Niners can win easily. I think the Niners are better than every single one of those teams that I just mentioned. So it's important that the Niners get off to a good start. 5-1, and 6-0, and oh, whatever it may be. I think it's very important that they're able to get off to a hot start. And then once they get into that stretch of New England, Seattle, Green Bay, and the Saints, they're going to be rolling and hitting on all cylinders. And obviously those last three games against Dallas, Arizona, and Seattle are going to be really tough games. But like I said, hopefully the Niners put themselves in a position that they're able to win the division before week 17 and it doesn't have to come down to a fourth quarter with Russell Wilson Driving down the field in the last minute 
And no boy, hopefully we don't have to deal with that again. Although last year worked out in our favor. So that is it for this week's episode of the 49er schedule breakdown of the 49er Way podcast. Of course, don't forget to give the 49er Way a follow on Instagram. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week.